Hi friends and welcome to Slow the Heck Down, the podcast, where two friends in two different countries on two different continents get together for a chat. Come with us as we navigate it all, from embracing a slower way of life, simplifying our homes, and diving into the nitty-gritty topics of everyday life. So sit back, relax, grab a tea if you like Talia, or a coffee if you're more like Amy, and come along for the journey. Welcome to Slow the Heck Down. Hi everyone. So today for today's podcast, we are going to be talking about something that I'm really excited about and I know Talia is too. We are going to talk about small home living. Now both of us live in small homes. I live in what is called here a split level flat. So it does mean that I do have an upstairs and a downstairs and but I am on the third and fourth floor. Talia does live in what I would call a flat but I believe you call it an apartment. She's nodding at me. She's making a cup of tea while we do this. And so, yeah, today we wanted to just have a little chat about small home living, why we like it, things we love, maybe things that we don't love, and just have a chat and how it go, how it sort of like feeds into sort of maybe like living a slower, more simpler way of life as well. So this is a topic Amy and I talk about a lot because we are bang for your buck kind of bitches. Not not going to lie. Like we are the type of girls that when we buy something, we want to make sure if we're spending money on it, it's going to last us a long time. We also just like right now I'm staying at my parents uh, dog sitting while they're on vacay. I don't know when you'll hear this, but I'll probably be back home. But this house is massive. Like I'm losing track of three dogs because I don't know where anything is because it's so big. And obviously all four of us, you know, have been in a house this size, but now it's just my parents and the house is huge. Like I could be in the gym downstairs and there's three levels before everybody else. So it's, it's crazy. And I kind of hate it. I love the backyard. It's nice to have a backyard for the dogs and everything, but I love the intimacy and the cozy feeling of like, full walls and everything have its purpose in place do I definitely curse my apartment at least once a week for we need a bigger kitchen move get out of the way a hundred percent but do I also sit down with the cup of tea that I just made kind of feeling and sit there like oh yeah this feels like home and I just I think it's because I've always grown up with so much space like I have right now in this house that I'm like my parents house that I just I kind of really what's the word like I'm really grateful for just a little intimate space where I can be like, Alex, and then he'll answer because he's only two or three rooms away. And we still sometimes can't hear each other or don't know where we are. So it's nice to have each other close by. And I just love living in a space that's little. And Alex and I, and you actually, I've been talking with you about it a lot lately, but Alex and I have been talking about getting a tiny home, which would be like a third of the size of our apartment. And for some reason it turns my crank. Like it does something in my brain that's just like, yes. Me too. And so everything you just said actually is so true for me as well. Like I like the feeling of the intimate space. And so we have a two bedroom split level flat. So downstairs, so our downstairs is our living room and our kitchen. Our It's semi open plan living, I would say, because we have a wall that extends sort of three quarters of the width of the room. So my kitchen is technically behind that wall, but it feels all very open plan. No one's very far away from you. You know, you can be in the kitchen and having a conversation with someone in the living room. 
and same like the kids can be in the living room and we've got the living room completely secure for them and you know I can just hop into the kitchen we've just got like a baby gate that keeps them out and you know we can just I can just be in there like clearing up and they're perfectly safe and I can keep my eyes on them so it's a nice like open plan sort of situation and then we have um, a door that leads out onto our balcony as well from there and then we've got a nice big storage cupboard downstairs and our stairs lead up to our bathroom now our bathroom is a real tiny bathroom there is like no space in our bathroom but it's funny because I often think like I wonder what people with bigger bathrooms do because I cannot think of what I would do with a bigger bathroom like it has everything that I need. It has a bath with a shower over the top. It has the toilet and it has the sink and it has storage. And I'm like, I don't know what I would have in a bigger bathroom. I'm there. The only thing that I would do extra in there is have morning dance parties. Because you know when you're getting ready, I'm horrible for like getting ready, having a podcast or like a playlist on and just dancing away and singing. <laughs> so there'd be extra room for those kinds of activities. But I'm with you. Like in our apartment, I'd love for two bathrooms so that while I'm having a shower or something, if Alex needed to use the toilet, he could do that. But like, I mean, I'm also totally satisfied with having a place to wash up, having a place to bathe, having a place to use the washroom and, you know, alleviate myself and then leaving the room. I don't, and we have a pretty large, you've seen my bathroom. We have a pretty large counter in our bathroom. And I just keep putting things on there because I don't know what else to do with this space. It's almost uncomfortable. And my mom thinks it's a tiny bathroom. She's, oh, you barely can turn around in here. And I'm like, nope, it does everything I needed to do. It flushes, it washes, and it has a window. I'm good to go. Yeah. And like my bedroom's like that too, where it has enough room for a dresser, my bed, my bedside tables, and my closet. And that's literally it. We have our air conditioner there in the summer. And then we are set. We have a decent sized living room, almost too big. It has like... A, enough room for our little sectional couch we have a sliding door to the balcony I don't know what you guys call that balcony yeah okay to our balcony in the second bedroom and we got rid of the bed in there I do my yoga in there like we just move and rearrange spaces to make them have more than one purpose and I think that that is the 100% the trick Amy's been along for the ride over the last like eight years in these three apartments we've lived in where we have rearranged they're the exact same layout they just have one more room every time we move <laughs> um but we're settled on two rooms and we're completely content we've got two large closets in the hall front hall and back hall and then two medium-sized ones in each bedroom and then our kitchen is the place where I spend the most time because I'm cooking and baking and my tea's in there obviously you got to be there because my cup of tea <laughs> and I just I think we've grown to love it. We used to have our home set up to entertain everybody else, but then the panini hit in 2020 and we were like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, why do I care if there's four seats at the kitchen table taking up space and no one can, like we would struggle to walk around in our apartment because we would be worried, well, what if someone comes over? But then we had two and a half years where no one was allowed to go anywhere. And we were like, okay, we've been in this place for six months. I'm losing my goddamn mind. And then the Amazon order started arriving and I was like, okay. <laughs> A little table for the tea section, a pantry for this, because everything started to feel overwhelming because we were in a smaller space, which is wonderful. I know where everything is. I feel safe and cozy and comfortable. I never feel like anything's going to pop out around the corner, maybe a cat, but <laughs> it's not as uncomfortable. I actually prefer a smaller space over a larger space again, because of how I grew up, but like, 
it's just the kitchen has been a place of of stress for years and to the point where there's half painted walls in there right now that I can't even look at because I'm so trying to give it that cozy comfortable dual use space but we have now come to we have now come to a place where we have removed those second two chairs and put them in the storage we have just the two chairs on the kitchen just for Alex and I if we have guests, we make arrangements. But other than that, the home is catered to us now. Unless we have guests over, the home is catered to us. So everything is very much like two chairs, two mugs there. The Keurig used to be put under the cupboard and then brought back out our coffee maker, my kettle. Now we leave everything out because it has to be catered to the way we want to use our home. And I think that's such a big thing too, is just like making it work for you. Yeah, our kitchen was the biggest stress as well. When we moved in, I didn't love it when we moved in at all. I didn't like the way it was sort of like not decorated. Like I didn't love the countertops and, and everything, but all the doors, it was sort of like, it was, I don't know. It just didn't feel very modern. Like me and Ray definitely have different ideas when it comes to the kitchen. He loves sort of like a very sleek, very sort of modern looking kitchen. And I like a more sort of like cottagey feel, I guess. So I won and we've got the cottagey feeling kitchen, but we did some really simple things to change our kitchen. Like we, because we didn't love the doors um, on the cabinets, we changed them up and we replaced like the little knobs on there. We took like one cupboard down. So basically the long length that we have is a small bit of kitchen and then what would be a dining area. So we have like two different types of flooring and they're diff two different levels as well but we found that just didn't work for us because the same thing as you you know like we had this table there and we're tripping over it all the time and we just didn't have a lot of counter space so we actually got rid of the table and we actually bought a table that has you know the the leaves that drop down of the table and we have a chair the chairs that like slide in like a little door and so we actually have that in our living room so we can have a massively full extended table you know if we were entertaining and but for the rest of the time we can just open one side of it when it's just us and then also it folds down nicely and then we extended out the kitchen we put like another like into the area that would have been the dining area we put like a double cupboard which we've now changed because we have the dryer under there but so now it's a single cupboard and a dryer, but we've just got like that double sort of counter space. And recently something I did was we had like this um, dresser that I actually had in H's bedroom from, it was something I bought like before she was born. And I was starting to find like, you know, when eventually the kids are both in that room, there's not going to be enough room for it. And I loved it. There's no room in my room. So I actually took it downstairs dragged it downstairs and mm -hmm. I don't want to hear about it because I heard about it when you did it and I wasn't <laughs> impressed you were doing it when you were by yourself <laughs> go on with your story and um so that's given us like some really good extra storage because you know when you don't have a lot of cupboards you obviously don't have a lot of storage so just by coincidence the dresser really matches sort of with the rest of our kitchen and we've changed a few bits so like last summer I redid I redid the kitchen. I did not redo the kitchen. Ray redid the kitchen. And uh, I left and went to my mum's for like three days. And 
but we got like a new sink we put a dishwasher in and we we still kept the cupboards we obviously had to change a few bits around and had to buy like different cupboards and stuff for that but on the whole we still have a lot of the same cupboards the same doors that we replaced when we moved in and um, yeah I just changed up some of the knobs but we've just sort of made that whole area bigger and so we used to have um whereas you know most places like a sink over like in a house a sink often overlooks either like it'll be on like an island or it looks out of a window in in ours it's it was a sink like literally like faces a wall and so there was the people before had put like a cupboard over the top and it was just like if you were like standing there like washing like your dishes up you had like you know like the knob from the like the cupboard in your like basically in your eye it was just it felt really cluttered so we took that down and yeah it just opened up the whole place and now we have open shelving above that area and it finally looks it looks and feels good it still gets cluttered we That's live in a in a, an apartment or a flat for my uk friends and which means we also currently have the well i don't have an issue with it because i'm actually quite short i can do dishes and just my head grazes the top of the cupboard where Alex is eye level to the knobs. Yeah. We live in an apartment, so we can't like change the knobs or take cupboards down or anything, but it is a lot of like adding storage. I got clearance from our superintendent in the unit we're in now to move the fridge from like in our apartment. If you stand in the kitchen and you're in the middle and you're standing at the sink, there's a counter on each side of the sinks and cupboards above and around. And then there's this big empty wall and then to the left of that is where our kitchen table is. If you spin around previously, it was the stove, an empty space where we had our garbage can. And then it was the fridge. And I thought, look at all this real estate the fridge is taking up here where I could put the huge fridge over in the corner of the room at the end of the cupboard so you can grab stuff out of the fridge and put it right to the counter to cut things up instead of turning around and doing it all day. I thought this is just more functional. So I also moved some things around when I wasn't supposed to came <laughs> home and went to put his lunch in the, or take his lunch out of the fridge the next morning and was like why is the fridge in the dining room and I was like it's nothing just go get it <laughs> and it was great because now when I'm cooking I just go from one like from the fridge to the counter right beside each other it's so much faster and then the stove is behind me rather than the other way around and where the fridge used to be we put a really big pantry in which has helped a lot because all that overhead cupboard and that big front closet where like we hang our coats, we were storing things like cereal and oatmeal and granola bars and, you know, like flour, sugar, all your pantry staples. We were putting them in there or in right beside the plates because yeah. we just didn't have the space for it because it was just so clustered. And the building I live in is like 60 or 70 years old. So it was made in a time where it was like, slap it in there it wasn't really made thoroughly thought out so now we have the pantry and in front of the pantry we have like all the pet stuff and everything beside that I have my apron hanging with our oven mitts it looks quite cute um and then I have my stove and my garbage can and then my little bit of a table but yeah so it's just been lovely to learn how to function in a space. And I think the panini has really pushed that because before I was, oh, this is just how it is. 
But then when I wasn't allowed to go anywhere for like an extremely long amount of time, I was like, hi, dear Amazon, Mr. Bezos, can you deliver things to my house, please? (laughs) Because I need to do something. And it's honestly, I'm getting the point too, where a lot of the things I grew up in are very modern, clean, cut, over the top, you know? So it has to look model home pretty, which is great if that's your style. But I like functionality and I too am a little more cottage core, vintagey, my tea kettle and my tea covers and my little curio cabinet in the corner with my vintage tea cups. Like it's a little bit more old lady than it is anything else. And I fucking love it. So yes. I don't care. And Alex is like, I don't care if we have pink bed sheets and pink pillows. I just want to close my eyes in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> They don't give a flying flip what we do to the house. They just want to eat in it, shit in it, and sleep in it. So I do what I want. And Alex is like, I don't understand how someone with such a badass personality and such like hardcore clothing and everything has like all this colorful stuff inside her home. And I was like, I don't, I don't know where the correlation is, but it makes me happy. (laughs) So I'm going to keep on doing it. And it's just been like, I literally will say a million times. It's just been since the panini that we have made it so functional. Like you need a cup of tea. It's all in one area. You need something for the pets. It's all in one area. Whereas before it used to be like, we have this much space. We have to make it fit in this much space. Now it's like, who cares if it's unconventional? Yeah. As long as it suits us. Like I haven't had anybody over in three years. What Like since 2020. So like, we're going into 2023. I don't need to worry about, you know what I mean? And Alex and I actually have spoken in the last couple of months. Why don't we get rid of our kitchen table? Like entirely. It's just us. We don't have children. And he goes, that is an entire like six feet by 10 feet of space. He's like, we could put another pantry in there. We could put a microwave table because our problem right now is a lot of the appliances are on the counter and we only have a little bit of counter space. So now the top of the pantry has bread on it and the little table that used to hold all of our utensils and stuff for cooking was getting splattered on. So now it's got cookbooks there because who cares? Like we are rearranging so much trying to make this kitchen work and I love our kitchen table, but we've literally taken two chairs away, broken the chairs down into Ikea setting again and put them in a box because we want the space. Right now we're craving just functionality. Yeah, we actually, it's funny because I think it was probably, I don't know, maybe like 10 minutes after, you know, like the beginning of the panini when, you know, our prime minister went on the television and said, you got to stay at home. I was like, get that table out of here. (laughs) I literally like, Ray, take that table and put it into the garage because I'm not spending the next X amount of years at home. Well, at the time it was like two weeks, right? But we know how that went. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to spend all this time at home continually tripping over this table. Get it out of here. And so it's actually some buying the new table was something, you know, that we decided would work better in our home in the long run, which we, we that only came in. Mm, I don't know, not around the time we did our kitchen, so. See, and for us, it's not so much that we trip over it because our kitchen is is tucked into a separate room, but there is big doorways. And then like you've seen, Amy, we have the half wall. So mm-hmm. our kitchen is not, our kitchen table, pardon me, is tucked behind a half wall. So it doesn't really interrupt our life that much, but Alex wants like a deep freeze. 
our Higgins eats um like a, a gently cooked pre-made food. So it comes in these big tubs. It takes up so much room in our freezer. And you know how freezers work in little fridges. If you overfill it, it doesn't freeze anymore. Like Alex wants a deep freeze. I want a microwave table so that I can put like the kettle and the Keurig and all that stuff because then it just becomes sink, dish rack, and all that empty space. And another thing is if we had the extra space there, we could go out and buy like $50 TV trays to put in the living room and each sit down in the living room. Like we eat snacks and things in there. We'll eat a slice of pizza in there and watch a movie every once in a while. But like the only thing I worry about is taking away that intentional time that him and I have sitting at the kitchen table where nothing else is involved. I just want to use up that space like crazy though. Yeah. I was just brainstorming when Amy and I were chatting and I'm trying to figure out because we have like this half wall in our kitchen if Alex and I could make or even buy like a shelf that has an arm that goes down sort of like a Murphy bed you know what a Murphy bed yeah. is yeah where it like hooks up in a way where we could do that where it would sit up or actually I think it would go the opposite it would sit like this all the time and the lever would come out and it would drop down against the wall almost and then we could slide two like little bar stool chairs we could use that space then if we didn't want to, we could push the tabletop down, push things out of the way. It's just so frustrating having to think of building something like that. Like there's many things that I can craft together, but woodworking, damn, I don't know. I know. I recently, so off, off of our kitchen, we have what originally I presume was just like a cupboard. But when we moved in, like it didn't have a door on it or anything. It's just the space under the stairs, basically. But it the way the layout is, it comes off of our kitchen. And the people before us had their washing machine in there. So we just, follow, you know, because it's all like plumbed in and everything. So we did the same, put our washing machine there. And I was actually saying to Ray the other day, like because of where it is, where the washing machine is, we have like a surface above it that was already there, but it's right under the slant of the stairs. So that works top space just get so cluttered especially because it's in a cupboard we and we can't see it well, don't even get me started on things that cannot be taken care of my house is always immaculately organized clean and tidy for the most part okay unless I'm obviously in the middle of a project or something but a space that cannot be seen like if people come over like my mom comes over, I just shut doors I'm like it's okay just close the closet door <laughs> and it's awful because I do that full well knowing that I'm not going to do something about it, but I have the access to be like, oops, and just close it. And yeah. the worst part is Alex and I have these bins at the front door. Mostly used to be like clean mask, dirty mask, cell phones, washing station, and an area to clean everything on because of the panini thing. And now it has become junk container, junk container, junk container, dirty mask. There's no, no organization anymore. It's just come in, throw your shit and run away. And then halfway through the evening, I'm like, what is this? What's this paperwork for? Is this a receipt for something? Like everything just gets thrown there. The other day, one of my rubber boots was up there. I was like, what's happening here? Alex is like, <laughs> the dog had it. And I'm like, okay, four steps to the right closet. No, okay, here's good. <laughs> like right beside the sunglasses, dirty boot. And I'm like, it just becomes a junk area. And if you don't have a junk area in your house, you are full of shit. Mm-hmm. I, one of the things I'm firstly one of the things I want to say like isn't it funny that because of the panini we have like like a cleaning station in our house I I created one exactly the same and 
yeah, by the front door where we used to put our shoes, I had like, you know, like hand sanitizer gels, masks. When you came in, your dirty I... mask <laughs> wiped all sorts. Oh, it's funny. But going back to um, having like a bit of chaos somewhere, it used to be the cupboard in my bedroom. It's such an awkward cupboard because it's it actually ends up being behind the door when the doors open. So you have to sort of like play this sort of game of like flip the doors around. But doors was, open for the cupboards there. there. You can't have both. Yeah. And so it used to be my Monica cupboard. Like mm -hmm. it, was, don't go in there. <laughs> it was horrendous and nobody ever touched it. I mean, I just don't even think Ray's been in there now. I've organized it because I actually changed it and put like it had shelves in it. And I put like all of our bedding and stuff in there. And so that that I am at least using it. To some extent, but what I tend to do is like I will have a declutter and I will tidy stuff up around the house. And then I will gather the things up, you know, that have no home. And I put them in a box or a bag. And then I shuffle, and then they want. I shuffle them around the house. I pick up the box and I'm like, well, I'm done in this room. So I'll just stand it here. It's, it's in the hallway. Everyone is falling over it. It will be there forever. I have a tote like a bin, a tote bin. And I do the same damn thing. So remember last weekend when I told you that I had all my desk that I was trying to organize because you and I were doing more admin stuff. So I needed to like also run my admin for my business, but do our admin stuff too. And I was like, okay, I'm going to finish my puzzle and then I'll go. But the thing is I have cats. So I had to put tin foil over top of my puzzle, which means if you put your MacBook on top of the puzzle, it crinkles because it's tin foil. Mm. So then I begun working at the kitchen table. So then all my like notebooks, workbooks, all my resource books, my day planner, my client book, everything was all on the kitchen table. So then we would eat in the living room. So then the salt and pepper was in the living room. And then when we'd be done doing that, I'd go to the bathroom, but then my iPad and like my phone and my notebook and my journal and some of my stuff would end up in the bathroom. And then it was just like, what in the hell? I'm working in four rooms and none of them are in my office. I don't <laughs> understand what just happened. So my way of cleaning is very much the same as you. I take everything out. I look at it and then I decide what's going back. So I emptied everything out of my desk, everything off of my desk everything out of the bins beside it that hold all my paint stuff, folded my, you know, like dirty paint smock and everything and put it all back. I literally put four things on my desk, a picture of my dog and I, Alex and I, um, my little notebook and then my salt lamp. And I was like, wow, what do I do with these other 64,004 things that are on the floor? <laughs> and it's like nine at night and Alex is like, why do you insist on doing this at bedtime? And I'm like, I don't know. It's like 11 30, I'm sitting in the living room with a cup of tea. Like, oh man. And the worst part is when I get in one of those cleaning disorder, cleaning organizational moods or DIY mood, literally a train could run into our apartment. I'm like, let me just tidy up over here. Like it just, I cannot stop. Oh, oh man. It's chaos. And I feel like I'm constantly, not in like a bad way, but like um, honestly in an enjoyable way. I'm always trying to do something else to my home. Mm -hmm. like I'm always trying to add something else or thrift something else or buy something else to just like, well, that would look good in the bathroom. And you know, right now my bathroom and my kitchen are just like in this like loo, you know? Um, they're in this stage right now where like my kitchen literally has half painted stuff. We're not sure about the kitchen table. We're trying to figure out where we're going to eat. And then 
my living room is finally done and I'm sure I'll want to change it next week but like it's a constant constant wanting to upgrade constantly wanting to redo constantly wanting to fluff and make good in spaces that I've done that to like six months prior so like our bathroom a year ago we painted this beautiful lilac color I bought some nice paintings that I had thrifted cleaned them up put them on the wall I had done all this nice stuff and now I've decided that I would like a spa bathroom so now I've got like towels rolled up in a little bin on the counter (laughs) like my little um my little wax smelters in there as well. And like, I've got the little fake lavender plant because I have cats. I can't have real plants that they can reach. And I've got like all these little like Zen things, but the walls are blank. I've got my little (laughs) macrame on the one wall, but the other wall is blank. And I have a bubble bath and I just sit there and I stare at that wall with that one screw in it that I still haven't taken out because then I would have to fill the hole. (laughs) It's driving me nuts. And I'm I'm so unsure of what to put there, but you best believe that when I am out and I find it, I will know. Mm-hmm. I have this spot on my stairs, so my stairs curve round. So you know when you get when when they curve, you have like that big sort of square step landing. Yeah. We call that a landing. I we suppose have- we would call it a landing too. But yeah, above that on the wall well not on the wall above that it it goes really high because you've already gone down a few steps you've got this like little square landing step and so the wall it actually goes up high and every time I walk past it I think it'd be really good if I had some sort of storage there but the thing that puts me off you get there my mom's house has that too and I've been here since this morning I've gone up and down those stairs four thousand times with dogs and all I can think about is I want to put plants up there. I want to put plants up there. My mom's got the same thing in her kitchen right above the back door. She's got a sign there. All I want to do is put plants there. My brother's <laughs> apartment is like a duplex and it has that too. And I'm like, put something on that level in the loft. I have to, because yes. it's just, my apartment is, is just that it's a flat. It's literally all one level. So there's not these cool architectural pieces. So I'm trying to like constantly make those. But at the same time, my apartment has firewalls. So the outside walls, we can only hang things up that have a command hook or like a sticky hook, which sucks because as much as they claim they're really strong, they're not really. Mm-hmm. And we can't drill into those walls because it's to protect us if something were to happen. Yeah. So the walls that are safe to have things on have 9,000 things on the walls <laughs> and the other <laughs> things are just like empty. And I'm like, ah, it drives me nuts. But but I'm in the in the organization stage right now where things are starting to look or be more usable, I should say. Like you're, there's more functionality. That's the word I'm looking for. There's more functionality, but the aesthetic isn't there yet. And it's constantly like, I don't want to put something there just to put it there. And then a couple months from now, I'll be like, I hate it. So there's just like empty spots. And Alex and I are determined to make this place feel homey because all the other apartments were like, okay, well, we're going to stay at your mom's house and then we're going to move to our own place. We'll decorate there. And then it was like, well, we only have a year lease. And then we do have like signed another lease for a two bedroom. So we'll go there. And then that apartment had like bugs. So we had to leave and we were like, okay, well, we're going to get the place with the balcony. Now and we really have our own space. We're going to do it there. We've lived here for four years and we haven't made it home yet. And it just feels like I'm almost a little unsure, you know, like I'm like the whole bubble bath thing. Like I sit there and I look at that wall and I'm like, Okay, so I could put some ironworks there. I could put a little shelf there. Maybe I could put a clock there, but would a clock be good in the bathroom? I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? My brain is just constantly going with like 
ideas, but also like, mm, I don't know if I want to do that. Yeah. And then also trying to make your home feel the same too, right? Like we rent, so we can't, you know, do a lot of permanent stuff. I would love to paint the whole bathroom white like it is. But the thing that sucks too is it's an apartment. So there's certain things that like are gross or nasty or weird that we can't fix. Behind our toilet, the wall is all spackled and it's falling down. They just keep plastering it, sanding it and repainting it. So it doesn't look nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm constantly trying to like touch it up and make it look good. All I want to do is paint the cabinets and the cupboards and we're not allowed to. Yeah. And it's like, I would love that cottage core sage green kitchen with the white walls and all my dark green like appliances and stuff and all my black appliances. I think it would look really sharp because I've got like a nice little like aqua sort of color, like minty green kind of mat underneath my kitchen sink. And it would just look really wonderful, but I'm not allowed to. And it's just like, I almost need to get in touch with like a DIYer that, you know, handles apartment stuff so that I know what's allowed, what's not, and how to spice it up in ways that when we leave, we can just pull it down or take it off. I mean, we have added a fan, but we had to sign for those kinds of things, right? That we will make changes when we leave. But it's so frustrating because I want to personalize it to Alex and I, but I feel like I can't. Yeah. One of the things we've been doing, well, I guess I've, I've been doing and I've been doing it for quite a while is I was I started off during the panini doing some decluttering and I mean it has still been ongoing as I've sort of like worked through just like one bit at a time and yeah so I started decluttering and it's been just like this ongoing process because you know I I wanted to make a massive change I guess I wanted to get rid of a lot of stuff I wanted to make our home more functional and more importantly I wanted to fit into our home and not always feel like you know we're bursting out at the seams and so it's been a real sort of ongoing process for a couple of years and we are finally at a place where you know on the whole I've probably got rid of everything I'm going to get rid of and you know it's not such a big big thing now um but yeah it's something that I have been doing as I've been sorting out the rooms and changing things and moving things around is we have um in our hallway upstairs it's a long narrow hallway and I very early on from when we moved in I did a gallery wall I can never take a picture of it because it's so narrow I can't actually get the angle but slowly but surely I am like removing things off the wall and putting them somewhere else. And so eventually I kind of feel like I will probably put maybe some shelves on that, some like narrow shelves, maybe like picture shelves or something and do something with that wall because it's completely wasted. But yeah, I'm just sort of, I don't know what. So I'm slowly plucking bits off the wall, moving them somewhere else. And eventually I'll find a purpose for that wall, I'm sure. But that's what I love doing. I love just sort of sitting with something and thinking, you know, how can I repurpose this or how can I, you know, make this work better for us? Because I don't know about you, but in our flat, there's like some things are really annoying. Like we have by our sink sort of this like bit of wall that comes out. And so it has like this it's like a a sort of like a little alcove and it's like really narrow and nothing worked in there I eventually after 
several years of getting annoyed with things in there. It was just such a big wasted space. And I eventually found like a unit, like an, ex, like an extending unit. So I could extend it right to the, like, you know, the maximum. And I was able to put like our microwave goes in there and our pots and pans can go underneath and stuff. So it uses the space because nothing annoys me more than wasted space. It really- I'm with I'm with you on that one. Our two biggest problems right now are when we moved out on our own, we got a lot of hand-me-downs. So we are trying to, I mean, I talked about this a little bit in our thrifting episode, but a little bit here too as well. We're trying to obviously make use of, like you just said, space, but also things. And I think that the things that we didn't want or didn't connect with anymore or were broken or we got them hand-me-down and now we have newer versions everything feels super disconnected. That's what, that's what our home feels like right now. It's like, we have nice things, but it just feels disconnected. And I'm currently at that place too, where I'm trying to be like, does this fit? Does this work? We have blue curtains in our bedroom and gray curtains in our kitchen. I mean, in our living room. And now I want to switch them because most of our living room now is like these greens and blues and I just switched out our green aqua colored. It was like a chevron, I think is the name of the pattern um, from the kitchen to just a plain kind of soft gray. And I'm trying to just figure it out. And I feel like by the time we figure it out, we'll move. <laughs> but at the same time right now, it's a lot of like, let's use those hand-me-downs. Let's use those. Like my mom and dad gave us a beautiful, like solid wood, heavy duty, um table for our living room like a, uh, I think you guys call it a coffee table we call it like a coffee table or a console table um and our coffee table console table is the front of the house table right I think coffee table um it is like I just said wood and bulky and big we live in a small space and I was at my brother's yesterday and my brother has like this almost like um triangle but the edges are rounded and I looked at it and I said to him I need that <laughs> because <laughs> He has a small space too and it just feels like you can walk around it you can get around it I'm constantly moving the table in and out so the dog can get up and down or because the cats are underneath there and like even under that table we have put a cat toy and a little cat mat that they sleep on that they scratch because I hate wasted space too and I want it to feel cozy and be our home but I also want it to like be usable in every way so this table as much as it's great for like the cats to play underneath and whatever and it's an area for them I'm so frustrated with the size of this table so then I was like okay well what if we sand it and we put it beside and we put the little drum table in the middle but then it looks like we have a really massive couch with a little itty bitty circle table there probably will need to be some thrifted or new purchases in the next little while truthfully but I'm just a little bit flustered almost at the fact that we buy one new item and then we budget for something else we buy that and then we're sitting there with a gray couch and blue curtains and then teal colored this and like and then what the interesting thing was not long after that it became the neutral game everything we bought was neutral light gray light gray light gray light gray paint light gray curtains light gray couch cover light gray couch gray Kitchen, gray, gray. Appliances, gray. Silver, <laughs> silver, gray. And then like the middle of the panini, we were like, what? Why is there no personality or color in here? And I went out and I bought green blankets and yellow pillows and like mustard color accessories and like fake plants that are lime green because I was like, man, 
we got so panicked with using everything we had that now we're at a place where everything is so neutral and mismatched and whatever that it just feels like not cohesive almost. Like I keep looking online at Pinterest because I'm a Pinterest hoe. And I'm like, small spaces. Okay, okay. And like, I'm looking at some of the people that follow slow the heck down the pot. <laughs> Shameless plug. And <laughs> I follow them because a lot of them are also in the UK, like Amy. And this style over there is a lot more cottage core than it is minimalist here. We've become so minimalist that it looks bare. Like mm-hmm. we have one photo on the wall or one painting on the wall and one piece of furniture. Like it looks so modern that it's uncomfortable and I just almost can't get past that yeah when we first moved in together everything of ours was gray and then so we rented our first place together and then we bought this place and yeah so I have a gray sofa I had like gray storage boxes I had like a gray rug on the floor and I have been in the same sort of thing like I just don't want everything to be gray anymore. Oh, that's what we're at. Everything is gray. Everything. And I mean, my our bed is gray, like our headboard and everything. I'm not going to change that because that's really new. But I'm looking at what, like something I can do in here to like really add some color. And but there is some like really simple, you know, just adding color in. I'm just trying in every room. Um, like my downstairs, we've got, it's navy, pink, and I've just got rid of all the grey, really, but mostly navy and pink. And, you know, I've just replaced the cover on my sofa, so it's no longer grey, it's navy now. And I got a new chair, and that's pink. And, pink. yeah, just trying some different things to, like, bring into and I'm always saying to Ray like oh I'm gonna this the color in this room is navy and pink now and he's like okay (laughs) whatever they just don't care like I said they just want to eat there sleep there and poop there as long as all those things still function they don't care like we were having work done outside of our apartment because we had a, a fire hydrant water main situation and my husband is like, um, we don't have water over here. I'm coming over to your mom's to shower. And I was like, okay, <laughs> laundry too. I feel like if we just have the ability to keep adding the personality to our place that we want and also being patient with ourselves and understanding that like, as much as you can add the personality you want today, tomorrow you could change your mind. Like I, I did all those pillows and then spilled a cup of tea all over my yellow pillow only to discover there wasn't actually a pillow inside the cover. It was just batting or fluff Mm. so now I'm trying to kind of just figure out if I still want yellow in there because now there's only one yellow pillow instead of two but it's a constant ongoing change like I feel like I don't know not like I'm ungrateful or unsettled or whatever but I don't know if I'll ever be like fully this is what it is it stays like this like I don't feel I'm just not that rigid of a person I would much rather like be open to the idea that this is my home and, and just like me it's ever-changing I I think as well like when you live in a small space like you're constantly trying to find ways to like make it almost you know have lots of different functions and I always find you know I'm sort of like creating something out of 
nothing or coming up with an idea of how this space could work better and I think as well when you live in a small house you've got like you know this where I'm recording now is my bedroom and it has a fold down desk in it and you know when we're finished I will fold it up and then I'll go to bed and it's just you know just lot one space can have like multiple functions as well because if I do yoga I you know I roll my mat out by the end of the bed and you know it just it just works for lots of different things I love that I feel like multifunctional purposes in one place like a bedroom is not just a place to sleep for you it's also your workspace and it's also so many other things for me it's a lot of storage space and stuff in our closets and up in our closet like the second bedroom in our all of our apartments has been offices it has been my office it has been like headquarters for where I sew it has been a sewing room a craft room a cat room it has been when I would do dog sitting and still do sometimes I have to transition parts of that into putting a dog crate together and that being where you know dogs take some separate time or you know what I mean it's a training facility that room is where I do my yoga every day like it's crazy how much you can actually squeeze into a small space. And I think people who have big spaces think that they won't have space for it. It's not about that. It's about making the space for it. Like when I got my yoga mat and everything all set up and I thought, am I definitely in the room where the cats poop? Yes. But could I also definitely do my yoga on the balcony in the summer? Yes. Could I also do my balcony or my yoga in the kitchen if I wanted to? Yeah. Like it doesn't matter. It's the fact that you're making each space have more than one purpose makes me feel like I'm getting more bang for my buck in the square footage that I have in my house just like everything that's a surface is a surface yeah so I were talking about like the top of the deep freeze being a place to set things not junk but like you know set up your coffee maker there and move it when you got to get something like I think people that have big spaces think that people with small spaces are tripping over themselves Mm -hmm. and I I often don't think that we are. I think we're just rearranging and making do with what we have. And that to me is really wonderful because it has access to so much more than just, you know, the bare minimum. You can make the average size things into something wonderful. And the I think that what's really brought that to light is the tiny home like revolution. Like these tiny home things weren't really a thing until recently. And now in the size of what my mom's kitchen is that I'm sitting in right now, people turn that into like two bedrooms, two bathrooms, grilling station, uh, rooftop solar panel, but also rooftop gardening and lounge area, attach a hammock over on this side. Like the fact that you can do so much with so little is literally something that just turns me on. I don't know why it just lights up brain that it's just like I could turn this room into this and this and this I could use this for this 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 and this and I think it's just the innovation that comes with it and I'm also like that with craft supplies too I'm like I can't throw that out because that old t-shirt it might be something someday and I think that's a wicked way to live life because it allows you to constantly have like an open mind about everything you constantly think that everything has more possibility and opportunity than it ever does I love the idea of living in a tiny house honestly if I can find one that somebody has created that has three separate sleeping areas I'm buying it I'm selling my house and I'm buying a tiny home because honestly like one of the reasons that I often say like 
because people will say like oh now you've got another child are you gonna move because we have two bedrooms we all sleep in the here at the moment right we co-sleep so uh, there's a bedroom next door that nobody ever sleeps in except my dad when he comes to visit. He even sleeps in the the second bedroom at the moment, but, you know, the time will come when they do and I am looking forward to creating something for them in there because it's an awkward-sized room. But also, it's like I live in this house in, you know, what is an expensive area and it's like I could move and I could spend more money and have more of a monthly outgoing or I could just really sort of be more frugal about it like it's still expensive to have a mortgage and live in this house and why would we want to stretch ourselves further with that because you know um this feels secure more secure I guess than you know being overstretched but also it feels secure because it's small and it's you know it's nice and contained and it just feels good so I think people are always obsessed with like you wanting to upgrade like your home or everything people are always obsessed yes. with upgrade. Yes. what's next What's next? What's next? I have no problem with being content exactly where I am. And it drives people absolutely nuts. I know it really does. And the, the funny thing is, it's like, well, you know, I could upgrade, but you know, Do I, you I, need to? yeah, I, I don't need to, and I don't want to. And it's like people always, not always, but people will think, will say you know like oh they've outgrown their current home and it's like because you've got too much stuff right if you think too right like I feel like when Alex and I first moved into the our two-bedroom apartment like six months later we were like well better sign a lease for a three-bedroom or we should find a townhouse or a farmhouse to rent and then Alex and I spent like two weekends in a row like just all day Saturday Sunday going through some of our stuff to be like we don't use this, donate it. We don't use this, donate it. And once we got rid of all of our stuff, like I said, halfway through this podcast, now we're at a place where I'm like, um, I don't know where anything is and we don't have anything. And now we have to buy a couple more things because yeah. we've generally used it all and not all of it fits in the same space, right? Yeah, and it's, you know, people in general, we have too much stuff. And if you don't, you know, if you don't work on that, then of course- you're gonna run out of space but you know if you actually like work and live in the space that you have rather than just keep introducing more and more and more until you're bursting at the seams you know I don't trip over anything in my house maybe the baby gate but you know Other and the than that, that, okay the bin that you and I use to move things around while organizing is something I trip over but like I will admit that because we also just talked about it. <laughs> I I don't feel like I don't feel like I've outgrown my house. This doesn't feel too small. I don't feel like I've outgrown my apartment. I feel like the only reason that Alex and I generally check every once in a while for a place to go is because we have a dog and yeah. he would love a backyard. But Higgins has no shortness of exercise. He yeah. knows everybody in our building and the surrounding buildings. He loves all the dogs. The dog is at the you-know-what every day. I'll spell it, but I can't say it because they're all here. The P-A-R-K. We go there almost every night after dinner to let him off the leash and run. Like, he's not missing out on the opportunity of what a small backyard in the city would give him. But, I mean, every once in a while we do check because we're curious cats. 
<laughs> again, it's not like we're sitting there going, oh, we have a small kitchen. So now we're going to move to a massive house and be uncomfortable. We just don't have that much of an interest. If something pops up along the way, we'll jump on it. But as of right now, there's no need for us to do that, right? Like, I think people spend a lot of time trying to get to the whatever's next. They forget to just be where they are right now. And when we first started our apartment and we did have those feelings of like, oh my God, oh my God, we don't have enough space, blah, blah, blah. A lot of it was surrounding the materialism stuff we had, but a lot more of it was surrounding the expectation that people were putting onto us. Like, oh, you guys are married. When are you having kids? When when are you getting the house? When are you doing this? When are you doing that? Like everybody else is doing this. And it took a lot for Alex and I to leave that behind because we're both like, Alex is like, I've got a good job. I've got a desk at home. I've got, you know, we got a good couch. We're comfy. We're cozy. We're set. We got a nice bed. We have a roof over our head. We got clothes on our back, food in our belly. Like, I don't really know what else I need. He's, uh-huh. Of course, he'd love to have some extra things, but they're just things. And I was like, yes. Like, if we just leave all the narratives that everybody tries to hand us behind us, I think that we'll find that what we're looking for is right in front of us. And it's taken a long time for us to push that away because it wasn't our own thoughts. It was everybody else's thoughts. And now we're waking up in our apartment feeling totally different than we ever have before because those people aren't saying those things anymore. And even if they are, we're content. And contentment is something that isn't had anymore this day and age because there is so much hustle and bustle, right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, and I think, like you said, it confuses people when you're like, no, actually, I'm set. I'm quite happy where I am because it's not the norm anymore. Oh, God, no. People are expecting, like, when are you moving? When are you getting more space? Like, I mean, I would love to get out of the city again because that's that's that more bang for your buck thing, much more than it is about, oh, my God, we would have a house. It's more like you get more space, you get more backyard. There's not as many people. I just think that expectations are the setup for frustration. And I don't like the way that that makes the general public have control over you and your little home. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. We hope that you will take some time today to slow down, find joy and embrace the little moments. You can find Talia on Instagram at Always Covered in Fur, where she does custom pet portraits, shares her graphic design, and you get to enjoy her life with her dog Higgins. You can find Amy at Life on Plot 44 on Instagram too, where she shares the joy of slow living, and you can find her gardening on her allotment plot. Stay up to date on all things podcast at Slow the Heck Down Pod. We hope to see you next time when you choose to slow the heck down.